Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I am your host, Lucky, and today we're going over to the anxiety subreddit. But before we get into that, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different subreddits that have anything to do with mental health and try and give some generalized advice and try and learn something new, but I'm by no means a professional. So feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. Hopefully, uh, so first off, hopefully I got the video out yesterday and hopefully uh, you guys enjoyed it. Um, (laughs) Sorry about the long layoff from uh, doing videos. I kind of needed the right uh i, I kind of needed uh, a couple couple weeks to kind of get uh uh to get through a couple things i had uh busy the last couple of weekends and so uh anyway you guys don't need to know that <laughs> anyway um so yeah i think uh it, and by the way i do know that i kind of oversaturated uh like the the whole uh men's mental health in the last obviously there was tuesday and there was wednesday with the video um you know, with uh, with statistics, obviously, you know, I kind of thought that uh, that first uh, the the podcast on Tuesday about male mental health would kind of lead into the video where we talk about fatherlessness. But um, either way, uh, why don't we go over to the anxiety subreddit and kind of get some uh, get over our own anxieties? Uh, this is a very interesting one. Don't know if I'm going to be able to to explain or to to give any advice here, but uh, I thought it would just be you know for any of my female viewers or listeners. Sorry out there uh maybe you guys can relate scared i'm a whore slash mother triggered anxiety hi everyone i'm a longtime lurker of reddit but just really needed somewhere to post this throughout my life a 26 year old female i've never hooked up with people from bars every person i was with turned into my friends with benefit slash boyfriend and i knew them on some level there were four people total the last three weekends i've had sex with a different person each saturday from a bar i've had i've been as safe as possible I'm taking a break from the bars this weekend, but my mother told me the first time this happened that I am behaving like a bar, sorry, like a bar whore. Um, I didn't realize there were particular ones, but uh, okay. I'm not trying to go and find someone new every weekend. It has just happened. I also feel like who I am now is different than who I used to be, and I never really had this experience due to lack of confidence and a lot of social anxiety and that I've since overcome. I also feel like it's been drilled into my head that if I have sex with multiple people, I don't know what I... I don't know that I'm a whore, but I know that it, this isn't true. I'm trying to process what my mother said. It hurt me a lot while also getting to know the new me. It's causing me a lot of stress and anxiety. What if she's right? But then again, who cares? It's none of her business. Hoping to gain some perspective here, I also go, got out of a monogamous three-year relationship a few months ago. That was very unfulfilling. Don't know if that matters, though. Um, it could. Um, now, obviously, you know I've been pretty open about my religious views here it's no um there, there's no uh secret here but i do i, I don't exactly uh, uh, i think uh, <laughs> i think a uh, bar whore is a pretty strong term and i think first off we have to be very careful with how we address people when we do talk to them right um because we don't want to turn them to like you know if you're trying to get somebody to turn away from the world you don't want the the alternative which is you know obviously whatever your philosophy may be uh to be you know so um harsh that they just they're like oh well the world is a lot better than this right um but that being said i would just say that uh the uh that you should be careful you should absolutely be careful about these one night stands i'm not a big fan of them 
Um, I think that they are detrimental for, especially if you're eventually going to look for a long-term partner. Now, um, mainly because it's been shown that, uh, you know, depending on how many uh, partners you have, it's a little bit harder for you to pair bond, right? So when you, when you pair bond with somebody, uh, this usually, a lot of times this will happen during sex. And so that's why um, the, uh, the, you know, the bedroom, you know, that's, that's, uh, it should be safe for marriage, right? Um, because there is that, uh, because it's been shown that the more you uh, have sex with somebody, the more you pair bond with them. And, you know, if you end up, uh, you know, doing this, and then three years later, you guys decide to qu call it quits, right? Well, you've already pair bonded that person. So now it's a lot harder to pair bond to other people, because you, you still have that person on your mind. That's why you hear about these, uh, these women who still can't get over an ex or something like that because um, they pair bonded with them. Right. Uh, so I would just say, especially if you're a woman, but if, if you men out there be, too, be careful who you sleep with. Um, even if you're not religious, it would benefit you to not to be careful who you sleep with. Um, you know, uh, I'm not calling anybody a, you know, whatever, <clears throat> but um, you should be careful about all that stuff. You know, you got out of a three-year relationship. Why would you want to go straight back into all the hurt and stuff, right? Um, you know, people listening to this might might hear me and say like, "Oh, but she just wants to have fun. She just wants to do this." Um, it sounds. Uh, let me let me uh, let me put it to you this way: um, If you were um, actually, I don't, I'm trying to think. That might not be the best uh, best analogy here. Mm, well, I was gonna say, you know, one of the things that happens when you are um, you know, whenever you quit something, though this usually has to do with addiction, but follow me with on this. Um, usually one of the first things that you do is they usually tell you to take a year off of relationships um, because you kind of need to get your head straight. Right. And by the way, I'm not saying she had to take a year off or anything like that. Nothing, you know, no, no, nothing um, crazy. Uh, but, you know, I think it should be longer than a few months that you kind of get to know you get to ask yourself a few things, right? Like be, be okay with being, being not obviously not alone, alone, right? Like obviously you should have your friends, you should be able to build up, but you know, you, you really need to start building up the foundations of who you are without a per, without a significant other first. That way, when you guys come together, it's, it's not, um, it's not like, oh yeah, you complete me. You're the, you're my, my everything no you shouldn't you know your, your wife or your husband should not be your everything they should you know you become one but you know they, they're not your therapist they shouldn't be your therapist they shouldn't be right you, you kind of see what i'm saying right so when you're creating this foundation you know you have this foundation of friends foundation of family foundation of a community right to rely on uh, when you when you guys need need uh, your own individual help right because there are some things, right? Like we've talked about this before. I'm not saying that you can't open up to each other about things, but there are certain things maybe you should be careful about opening up uh, with, uh, you know, with your significant other with. As I, uh, you know, just to give you an example, right? If you're a guy and you, you accidentally, um, you know, you're, you've been having trouble, you know, you're, you've been looking at women with lust and all that kind of stuff. You probably don't want to tell your girlfriend or your, your wife about that. You probably want to tell your, the, the men in your life about that. And hopefully they will keep you accountable instead of just say, eh, just go for it, man. Right. You don't need those types of friends. So, uh, yeah, building up that community, I think, is really, really important when it comes to um, 
when it comes to, uh, you know, especially, you know, marriage or anything like that. So once again, I don't think the, I, I don't completely agree with the mother's wording on this. I would have definitely worded it a lot better and said, like, listen, you have to be careful who you sleep with. Uh, and then, and I think it's always important to have these um, facts in, in mind because when, when they ask you why and you, you know, and you're religious like me, right. And you just say, oh, because it says so in the Bible. Well, if they don't agree on your premise, you know, which is the Bible, then you are then you're in for a world of hurt. So you have to think about it from more scientific standpoint, um, right? So that that way you can actually talk to them about the real world consequences of this instead of you know once again if you don't agree on a premise, then you're never going to get anywhere. But either way, you know, for any girls out there listening to this, you know, like I said, just be very careful. And and you know, I've said this before that that there are a lot of um, uh, we, we talked about it yesterday in the video with Jordan Pearson, right, where he, he mentions, like, women, be picky. I'm not saying that uh, women shouldn't be picky. I think women should be picky, right? You don't want to end up with somebody who has no potential in their life, who has nothing going for them, right? Uh, you should you should have some some level of pickiness. Now, obviously, you don't want to be like a princess where it's like uh, he has to meet, like, these 300 things. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got to meet these 300 criteria in order to 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 get with me or anything like that but you obviously shouldn't be um it shouldn't be as simple as i went to a bar i saw this really cute guy and here we are right it shouldn't be that simple um and once again i i believe that uh that you should be you know that it should be waiting you should be waiting long term so in other words for marriage for that but um but you know listen i've i've fallen short of that obviously right like i'm i'm not a virgin anymore i've never been married so you know, once again, be careful with with just straight up shaming people about what they're doing, right? Uh, but also let them know the facts, right? Uh, that that I think that's something that you really have to understand. Like, if the facts are on your side, let them know that the, you know what the facts are. So, anyway, let's go to the next one. Uh, does anyone else's anxiety make their throat very dry, nauseous, loss of appetite, sense of doom, and sadness? Um, sure. I mean, I, those are all very common things that happen with anxiety. So one thing that happens for me whenever I go up, uh, well, actually when, when I used to go up on stage and do music, right. Um, uh, my throat would always get stupid dry, like it, because I was so nervous that, um, my, yeah, it would just get so dry. And, and, you know, when, when you're singing, right, you really want a lubricated throat, right. You want something, you know, you want to be able to hit 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 certain notes and stuff. Obviously, I think if the, if the, if you're singing a certain style, that's okay. But you know, with me, it was you know it wasn't that great. So I'd always have to have like a, a piece of gum, although the, that got a little you know weird. So eventually, I, I did um, cough drops uh, to kind of lubricate my throat a little bit while I was doing that. Because man, I would just get just dry mouth like nothing. Um, and obviously, it gets a little bit better the more you, once again, we talk about exposure therapy a lot when it comes to anxiety, when you expose yourself to the uh, stimuli that is uh, causing you anxiety. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think that's I think that's important. And actually, I, I want to go back uh, real quick. I feel like I didn't completely cover that uh, last question. Just real quick, um, you know, just because you make a mistake or anything like that, um, I just want you to know that that isn't the end for you um, and that you still have right? You still have all your whole life ahead of you, you know, 26 year old female. Um, but just be careful about the the decisions you make about with your body, right? Because some of these things could last a, a long time, they could carry on into another relationship. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm very careful. And once again, I'm this is not just for women, this is for men as well, be very careful 
how many, you know, what your body count is. Um, it's not for just for, you know, like, uh, you know, to brag about it or to, you know, be, you know, anything like that. It's more about, like I said, the, the pair bonding and, and the, the way that it affects a marriage, right. For, for long term. So anyway, um, <clears throat> Next post here. My four-year-old relationship just ended yesterday. Don't know how to deal with it. My four-year-old relationship just ended yesterday. It was a bit of a toxic relationship, but still is. Uh, but it still has been hard, so hard for me. My my jaws. What? My jaws. My neck. My head. Everything. Oh, my jaws. My jaw. My neck. My head. Everything. It's aching. I had no idea what they're trying to say there. Uh, I have this heaviness in my chest, and I am unable to breathe at all. I have been crying since yesterday, and I just don't feel better. I even kind of texted him that I am in a miserable state, but he didn't care. How do I cope with this? I don't really have any friends, and my family is quite toxic. My boyfriend has, was the only com comfortable space I had, but it was always me who was putting in more effort. I just told him I feel like you don't reciprocate enough or put in much effort. He uh, Then he broke up with me. Is there anything I can do to get some temporary relief from these physical th symptoms? So actually going to, you know, just for the people listening, obviously this person has already gone through it, but um, when you're in a relationship or before you get into a relationship, one of the things you should bring to the table is a community behind you. So friends, those same types of things. That's why I was mentioning before. Uh, oh no, actually, sorry. This was the one, the, the one on Tuesday. Sorry. I actually, I, I, I recorded both of these almost at the same, uh, like one after the other. So that's why I'm kind of remembering it. But um, on Tuesday's episode, there was something about that where I was mentioning like a married couple and, you know, I kind of talked about, you know, having a community and all that stuff. Uh, the reason why I mentioned that is just because of things like this, right? Um, because when you are dealing with certain things like this, you should have, you know, um, this is a girl, I'm assuming. So you you need your, your friends that are girls who, uh, you know, to, to kind of, uh, help you with a lot of this stuff. Now, once again, you should make sure your friends are not toxic. I, I know a lot of women who go to their toxic friends and they give them stupid advice, right? Like, uh, uh, dude, one of the worst uh, examples of this is when women start to, they, they just agree with everything. Like, you know, you, you basically just say, I don't feel like he's, he really cares about me anymore. And then they just start agreeing with you and they start like hype, you know, they start doing this thing where it's like, uh, yeah, you're so right. You deserve more than that than what he's given you. You need to tell him, and they start amping you up, like to to just go attack him, that kind of thing. Um, and by the way, I, if you're if you're a guy and you're getting that kind of advice too, right? But I, I usually hear this with women. So um, if you if you're a woman and you have those types of friends, do not first off, you know, try and get rid of them. If you're not gonna get rid of them, do not go to them for advice. They are not gonna tell you great advice, you know. Um, <clears throat> But uh, either way, uh, you know, once again, this is why it's good to vet friends. It's good to have friends that want the best for you. Now, getting away from that, right? Like we've already entered that. We realize that this person does not have um, those types of things. Um, first off, you should not go to your ex for comfort about your breakup. I've heard of people doing this before, and I guess it kind of worked out for some, you know, one of uh, my old friends who was polyamorous, I guess, but um, general rule of thumb, you do not want to go to your ex with this, this problem. This kind of shows once again, that you didn't really have that community, that support group before. Um, one of the things you can do is start to 
uh, go to more public events, right? I would say church, right? But, um, you know, anything that would have a community, something to kind of get yourself out there, right? Um, to introduce yourself to people who are like-minded, you know, obviously in a, in a positive way, right? And I always say this, but, you know, like, uh, I, I don't really know. I'm not super on Facebook or anything like that, but if there's a Facebook groups or if there's uh, an event going on in your town at a community center, uh, excuse me, a community center, sorry, confused those two words, uh, at a community center, then maybe you can go check that out. You can, you know, start to network yourself a little bit, um, find more friends, right? Like my, my brother does a lot of the, the Cherokee powwows around here. So um, he's able to, you know, meet a lot of people out there. Um, obviously, I go to church. Um so, you know, find a find find some place where you can kind of build a community off of. And once you do, uh, I can guarantee you it will change. Uh, it will sorry. It will help you a lot throughout this time and not feel lonely, not feel desperate enough to well text your ex for support. Um, so, yeah, I think that's uh, that's that's kind of why I stress so much about uh, what you should. Obviously, you know, listen, love happens. I get it. Right. I, I totally get that. But um, if you. But this is why I'm trying to tell you guys, like, you know, if somebody's younger out there, right, you should, um, you know, you should try your best to try and build up a community, build up your purpose, build your, you know, these types of things so that these foundational things so that when you get a little bit older and, you know, um, you know, you're starting to look for somebody, well, you already have the foundation, you know, built up, right? Like I was talking to uh, this, this kid over at my church that's 17 years old and I was like, hey man, I'm. Like, I just got, I just got to say, man, I'm like, I'm, uh, I, I like that you, you already know a lot of this stuff, man. Cause I, I didn't, I, I just started getting into, you know, reading the Bible, doing these types of things. And, you know, I mean, you're only 17 and, you know, you're already way ahead of me, you know, um, not obviously not trying to like compare myself, but really trying to like show him that, you know, Hey, you're on the right path, man. Just keep going. Um, so yeah, with, uh. Like I said, with this one, um, I would just say to try and, um, you know, find, go and find a community. Once again, I, I've mentioned this before, but I know a lot of people on like, uh, um, uh, like, you know, Austin has a subreddit. I don't know how many other towns have a subreddit. Maybe uh, if your town doesn't have a subreddit, maybe you can find one that, uh, like a closer town to you that does. But um, yeah, you should try and find like some activities that are going on. Look around town, right? Uh, go, well, I would say, I was, was going to say go downtown, depending on where you live. If it's a heavily populated area, like one of these big cities, maybe not the best place to go, but, you know, go, go someplace where maybe they have some events, right? Um, it's, it's a lot of places, you know, if you just Google something, they'll usually tell you what's, what's going on in town. So just go to those events and try and network yourself out, you know, or, you know, if you're really socially anxious, then uh, just start by going to an event, maybe, Staying there, like force yourself to stay there for an hour, and then from there you can kind of uh, you can kind of build the confidence to keep going to these things, and uh, and yeah, kind of work from there. So either way, guys, uh, remember you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. Uh, also, there will be a link to the anxiety subreddit in the info box. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual. <laughs>